So, Rob, today, um, you know, we're going to talk about a subject, and it's really defining a term, right? So there's these things called face amount or death benefit, and people oftentimes don't understand what it is. So let's get into a little bit about what is a death benefit. Yeah, so, um, you know, when it comes to life insurance, whether it's term insurance, whole life, uh, universal, all the different insurances that variable. Yeah. If you pass away, if you shuffle off this mortal coil, and stay with us, guys. I know death benefits are boring, but we are going to make it fun. If you shuffle off this mortal coil, there's a death benefit that's tied to your death that uh, the beneficiaries who you designed to be will receive money from the insurance company. So if I make, like, one payment into this life insurance policy. Yeah. Um, my family gets the whole death benefit? Yes. Oh. And is this something that... It's not an attractive thing, but yeah, they, uh, they you know... Yeah, like that. it's a crazy rate of return that you really don't want to make, right? Well, you, don't, you don't get the experience. <laughs> it doesn't go up to that next stage when you're up there with God. Yes. So, and that's some things that people will say, oh, you mean I get the death benefit? No, if you die, you don't get anything. It's your family that gets it. Yeah, so, so in the overall strategy of, of planning um, with your fiduciary, with your estate attorney, uh, myself and Ed are not fiduciaries, um, death benefit allows for family financial continuity if it's done the right way. You know, if you're married and you have a wife or if you if you have a husband uh, with children, I know for me, I don't want my wife and kids to suffer financially. I don't right. want them to have to skip a beat when it comes to that. So um, I want to make sure that my death benefit reflects the future value of what I'm, what I'm going to be worth, not necessarily what I am today. Yeah, and I think that that is so powerful because all too often people don't look at a death benefit that way. What they think about is, Hey, I just purchased this home and let me protect the value of that home if I were to pass away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but you're talking about it more in the context of your own um, your own economic worth to the family if something were to happen. Yeah, I think I think when we look at um, a married couple with children, you know, I think the rule is that each child from the day they're born till they're thirty may cost a million dollars. Right. Something like that. You should always double check everything we say. Um and, you know, if you're making 300 grand a year and your wife is a domestic engineer, which is even more challenging than the job you have because she's raising the children, you know, you want to replace your income just like the replacement value of a home that Eddie was talking about. You want to replace your income, you know, maybe 20 times the amount of what you're making. So if you're making 300 and 20 times 300 is what, 6 million? Yeah. So, you know, the question is, how do you structure a policy that adds up to $6 million or potentially could add up to that so at least you know for the next 20 years your wife and kids economically won't suffer? So another thing that, that people will ask about or think about is like, all right, well, a $6 million check. Um, is that like I just hit the lottery and I got to give $300 million to the state? Or like, you know, what does that look like? It, it is income tax-free, right? Income tax-free. Right. And I think that um, when... And so you mean if, if my death benefit is $6 million and I pass away, my wife now gets a $6 million check? Yes. And she doesn't have to pay income tax Under the unlimited marital deduction, she can get a $100 million check and not have to pay any taxes on it. That's incredible. Now, the challenge is if you're divorced and or if there is no surviving spouse but there's children, this 
number, this six million will gross up your estate. Yes. So that's where prop. This is high level planning, folks. Accountants, estate attorneys, all should be involved. But but to create clarity, what what Ed is asking is married couple, surviving spouse, unlimited marital deduction gets the check tax free. Yeah, and and that's a big difference because I think, you know, if, if you're leaving a four hundred one k to somebody, yep. right? spouse again gets gets a million dollar 401k and those rules are constantly changing but again let's go yeah. with current, lo- so, current so, rules so currently yeah. the spouse gets that 401k and then starts taking income distributions from that 401k um paying tax on that like any other 401k unless it says roth in front of it once you start taking distributions uh based on your current tax bracket in that year you would be taxed on ordinary income and if you were younger than say 59 and a half penalties as well uh as far as, i don't know the answer to that yeah so it's a 10 percent. so we do, do that got it so under 50 go ahead so and if that spouse is under 59 and a half go ahead the same 401k not only are they paying taxes but are there penalties on that as well uh, so that's a good question ed so let me ask you if if a wife survives she's 55 yeah does she have to wait to be 59 and a half to take those distributions or can she start at that age? Yeah, so basically if she hasn't, if distributions weren't already being taken, she would have to wait. So for example, just so I understand this, husband is 65, wife, wife is 55, a husband already started taking 100 grand a year, let's yeah. say. He passed, he shuffles off this mortal coil, the wife now can continue to take those and not have to that's, pay the penalty, but yeah. still pay um, ordinary income taxes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's my understanding. So, yeah, so I think that um, as we build out and structure policies and strategies with death benefits, um, although that is very important, we like to make sure that along the way while living, the policy acts as a uh, Swiss Army knife, allowing you to do different things along the way and not just... Um, have the mindset that you know the death benefit is the only reason why you did it it's one of the many reasons why you did it right and and i think more than anything just understanding that death benefit is what's on the policy right that's what you're going to get if you're to pass away or your family will get i should say and also that that's not going to be taxable from an income standpoint to your surviving spouse and uh and or your children from an income tax standpoint so a lot of good things that people maybe don't understand when it comes to death benefit and hopefully this adds some clarity for you i think the other thing um is that if you have a policy and you want to learn more about it or if you're looking to say hey do i have enough right like rob was talking about earlier economic value are you fully insured for what you're actually work worth economically to your family it's an important question to ask yourself one of the advisors here at Epic can actually take you through a process to help you understand if you have enough insurance or maybe you have too much, right? There, there's always the possibility that somebody is overinsured, but more than often statistics say that people are underinsured. Yep. Go ahead and click the link below. One of the team members will reach out to you and they'll be able to take you through the next steps of the success process.